Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water... Do you believe we have a great show for you guys today? What we're going to do is recap the World Series, the NFL trade deadline. We'll do a little Fab Five, what's gone down in the NBA, and then we'll give you our take on the NCAA ruling, the new ruling this week. So buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. We sitting here, I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Baby, it's the charity stripe. Hit your free throws because they're free. Sode 199 coming hot at you guys in Sode 198. And I'm flanked on my right by defensive coordinator Alex. Toss me the rock to Sopolis. And we're brought to you by Manscaped. We haven't said that in a while because we've had guests and we don't want to talk about our balls in front of our guests, but we'll talk about our balls in private with you, our listeners. Go to manscaped.com, type in the code STRIPE20, get 20% off and free shipping. Ball out for your balls, my people. Um, so we'll kick it with the World Series first. The Washington Nationals win in Game 7. Was it you that said it was going to Game 7, Toss, and the Knicks that they would win in 6, I believe, is how we predicted it? Other way no, of, I, th- I thought that the Strohs were going to win in 6. Oh, I said 7, and the Knicks said the at Nationals in 6. Um, but the Nationals win it. They win all the games on the road in Houston. Houston wins all the games on the road in Washington. No home games won by the home team. Super bizarre. So never happened. It's never happened before where a team has won four away games in the World Series. Never in the history of the World Series. Yeah, I mean that's which is not surprising, really. It's unfathomable. I mean the the, you've got the home crowd behind you. Uh, You would think that it would be helpful. I mean, in, in most. Most times it is in baseball. It's not like a weird thing in baseball where it doesn't matter who's home and who's away. It totally matters. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially when the the better team is the home team. Like the Astros are through and through, I thought, the better team than the Nationals. Um, and they go in with Ver- Verlander had a very weak World Series, uh, especially in the first inning. He had given up. He had given up a run in every in every first inning he pitched of the playoffs, and he he really didn't show out in the World Series. Um, Cole was solid, but not completely lights out. Not Strasburg good. Strasburg winning the World Series MVP. Granke was great tonight. Uh, you really can't ask for much more out of him. And then you know what? The Astros are winning when they pull Granke out of the game. So Granke gives up a home run to Rendon. 
right? Right. A solo shot to Rendon. Mm-hmm. And they walk the next batter, and then Howie Kendrick hits a home run, which was a crazy home run off the foul pole, right on the netting of the foul pole. Like, the boom, you could hear the clink of metal. It was really, it was a cool home run. But they pull Granky, and he only gives up two runs. So really, between the two of these starters, Granky and Scherzer, they both gave up two runs. They both did their job. Scherzer, yeah, but Scherzer left let, let a lot of guys on. He walked four guys. He did the ash. I was looking at it at one point, and it was, I mean, going into the bottom of the seventh inning and the Astros had left 10 runners on base and the and the Nationals had only left five yeah and then you know what kudos to Martinez who brings in Patrick Corbin because AJ Hinch if you listen if you're going to pull Granky who gives up a home run and then walks a guy and then if you're going to overreact and go okay which is fine I guess if you're going to go to your pen bring in your best pitcher not named Justin Verlander because he pitched last night go to Garrett Cole listen Garrett Cole is a free agent you may never have him again in a Houston Astros. You probably will not have Garrett Cole again in a Houston Astros uniform. My guess, based on the way he reacted to the media tonight when they asked to speak to him, right? They yeah, asked well, to I'm, speak to him, and he says, I don't, I don't work for this team anymore. I'm unemployed. Maybe because he's upset they lost the World Series. He wants to win, of course. you got to respect the heart and the character right there. But they didn't play him. But they didn't play him. They and played it's, Will Harris instead, and he gives up two hits in a run. And they they, give the home run to Harry Kendrick. Right, and they can't even they can't even keep him in, so then they have to bring Asuna in after. Yeah, and he gives up a run, and then at that point it's over. They don't score again, right. and they end up winning 6-2. to two. And then, you know, cherry on top, Joe Smith botches it as well and gives up two more runs. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, I mean, it's just not a good situation. I mean, it, it, AJ Hinge, I, th- I find him to be a good manager. I just think he mishandled the situation. If you have your best, the guy who's been the best pitcher through and through for the second half of baseball, you have to go to him. You have to, man. It's 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 a no brainer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, they warmed him up too. They just didn't put him in. And the Nationals outscored him like th- what thirteen to four the last two nights in in Houston. If you are if you're the Nationals, you win two games in Houston. You can't get one in Washington. The Astros get all three in Washington, and they're going th- up three two back to Houston. In your wildest dreams. Do you not think Houston's going to win this World Series with going with Verlander Granke? Yeah, I, you know, I mean, I know I said Cole, Cole, you know, Cole was great. I don't know what else he could have done. He won his games. He won his game. Yeah, he won his game in Washington. He did what he had to do to, yeah. to retract that. I mean, and Granky, it was just, you got to go to Cole, man. I mean, what do you, what else? You, it's over. It's game seven. This is it, man. You can't, can't mess around. Strasburg uh, wins MVP. He's great. He he's he's going to get paid. Game six. Uh, it's in both teams now enter a very curious, very curious territory. Verlander's up there in age. Granky's up there in age. The the, the, the bats are there. You'll you'll retain the bats, but like Garrett Cole is the big prize of free agency. But so is Strasburg now, and so is Rendon. Right. So what are the Nationals going to do? The Nationals left Scherzer. Obviously, they have Victor Robles, who's young. Obviously, Juan Soto's there. Trey Turner's there. You can't really replace either, though, Rendon or Strasburg. But in the sense, they it's like, is it a Kawhi Leonard type situation where you can't be mad either way because they've given you what they've what they were put there to do? You know, yeah. This I mean, is, I think Strasburg was bit. taken number one overall to be the ace to get you to the World Series and have you win the World Series. And now and, he's done it. And, and he's, he's done won, it. Won you one, yeah. And he won you one. I mean. Yes, it's a Kawhi Leonard scenario, but also no because it's baseball. And to be able to, for your team to be able to keep Rendon and Strasburg, 
would just mean you would be essentially walking into the playoffs next year again because those guys are individually that good. Paired with Scherzer, Strasburg, and Scherzer, yeah. it's You got to be weary, though. You would hypothetically... Ren, that's why, to me... It's gonna sound crazy because pitching is no is not is the the farthest thing from a dime a dozen. They're a diamond in the rough, you know what I'm saying? To have a great ace. Yeah. But look what happened with Chris Sale. Look what's happened with Mad Bum. Right. I mean, Mad Bum's injuries have kind of been freaky in times, but Chris Sale wasn't what he you know used to be this year. Was he? What wasn't what he was last year? If that makes sense, and sure. I think he was a little burnt. If, he was burnt out. Corey Kluber was burnt out the year after the Indians. Won I mean, the I don't series. think I don't. Scherzer will not take a step down. No, no, but there, the, that's not the issue. I'm, I'm getting at the issue. I'm getting at is the issue with Strasburg, right? That's that's my concern. Is do you pay Rendon or Strasburg if that becomes an issue? And then you, in my opinion, you have to pay Rendon because still, you, even yeah, still. he's he, he Rendon is. Is he is thirty? He had, he's coming off an MVP type caliber season. Yeah, right? I also think well, it's probably finish second. It's important to note that like Soto has become so good and will become so much better with Rendon in the lineup. He, exactly, huge man. And he's so young that like you just want to see that guy blossom into being the next type of caliber player that Rendon is, which I think he certainly can become he already sh- has shown flashes of it already I he's think, clutch as I think hell. I think Rendon is a top 10 position player in baseball but whereas I think Soto I think Soto could be the best player in baseball eventually there could be a time where there I mean could, I don't, you think he'll ever he'll be better than Acuña Yeah Okay Yeah cuz I think by the, t- I th- by the time Mike Trout is up there in age, because I think the way their skill sets are represented, I don't. Th- I think there will come a time where Acuna it won't be the base runner that he is. His base running will decline, and then it comes down to who is a pound for pound better hitter because they're both equal in the field to me as of right now. Who is a pound for pound better hitter? And I think, and I would put my money on Juan Soto because I, I think he is for especially for a young guy, one of the most disciplined young hitters I've ever seen. And that's what it comes down to. Yeah. His four, yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You, you would not have known this guy was 20 years old in the world series. That's the shock of it all. You yeah. know, two for four with a walk. He's and, he, and oh yeah. He's an got RBI an unbelievable eye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. An unbelievable eye. He is so disciplined at the plane. So plate, so patient. Um, it, it's truly, it's truly a, a beautiful thing to watch. Um, but he, you need Rendon, protect Rendon, because you just don't know in Strasburg. And Strasburg was amazing this year, amazing in the playoffs. But he's a guy who's got injury history, and how much can you ride that? You know, yeah. How far can you ride that? Plus, you have Corbin. You've got Corbin, who's great, and plus you have Scherzer. Right. So if you're gonna let one walk, interestingly enough, we'll let Strasburg walk. But congrats to the Nationals, amazing win. Um, yeah, he, he, first it, for the first for the franchise. Obviously, first for the they, franchise. They come from. Montreal in 05, yep. the Expos turn into the Washington Nationals. Zimmerman was their first draft pick. And he's now he has a World Series ring. Uh, epic. That's Super a, cool. That's my favorite part. Also hilarious that Bryce Harper is no longer on the team. <laughs> well, like, again, like it's a great move by the Nationals to let him walk. And the Nationals were 19 yeah. and 31. We're talking about on the charity stripe, them blowing it up, them firing Martinez. What are they going to do? And they turn it around. But they yeah. were our wild card pick. 
Um, but we get caught, you get caught up, you know, in the swing of things and they had a horrible start, but they really turned it around. Yeah. It just shows you how long the MLB season is and that if you really, I mean, but thank God look it's what, that long. Look what the Mets, look what the Mets did. Look, look at the run that they made. But that's why it should be that long. Everyone's like, oh, shorten the season. You can't because it takes time for God. It's such a, it's such a long term game. It shouldn't be a short term game because sometimes teams take a while to metastasize. Players take a while to fall back into form, and you would if you if we shorten the seasons, you would lose such beauty. You know the beauty that's created in the game later on in the yeah. season. It's, the marvel, the player like Degrom, the way Degrom like fell into the season. Same with Garrett Cole, fell in Strasburg, fell into the season as pitchers. The, the how hot Rendon got, how hot Soto got. You know Trout before he got hurt, his finish to the season. Pete right. Alonso, like what kind of a crazy rookie year he has, stuff like that. Of course, Bregman. Right? right, his special season, Altuve at the end of the year, like you lose all of that yeah. if you shorten the year. The, That's ridiculous to the, me. The baseball playoffs, just as a whole, as they have been for the last ten years, have been super. We're super exciting this year again, and I mean now we get another statistic that will go down in MLB history. Obviously, we already mentioned it, but the all away win World Series, which is so cool. I think that's really great that that happens. The Nats win their first World Series. Uh, Strasburg wins his first World Series. It's just a it's just a good stories. I mean, I'm watching this the end of this game and it's going into the bottom of the ninth. Yeah, they're down. The, the Astros are down four runs, but of course it's the top of the order that's up, right? Like it's just weird how like poetic baseball, baseball is. It always works so out like that, right? Magical. I think this. I of course think, it didn't matter that it was the top of the order, but yeah. But it was just I'm look. I'm in, thinking in the back of my head. I'm like, they're okay, down four, but. We got Springer up first, and we got Altuve. Like and things Brantley, could get going. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You didn't. I didn't count him out till I till it was over. Right. Even with two outs and no man on. The interesting thing is, correct me if you think I'm wrong. I think regular season, right between the three sports we really cover here, the professional ones, regular season belongs to the NFL. Absolutely. Playoffs. Just the playoffs belong to the NBA. But the championship series. I think the World Series has done has real like the Nationals, do, the, the Astros, Dodgers. I just the I Cubs, think, Indians. I don't know if I can, the Royals, Giants. We've all we've like in the last ten years we've seen unbelievable series. Yeah, but we've seen that across the board in in Super Bowls, in the NBA Finals, in in NBA in, Finals, in the NHL, NBA Finals. Aside from the Cavs, one the Cavs, Warriors, the NBA Finals. I think the NHL, yeah, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not including that because that's not something we really delve into as much. But the, I think the NHL playoffs. I mean, we talked, we've said, we've touched upon it before. I think they might be the best playoffs of any sport. Yeah, super exciting, and obviously March Madness is great, and I love college football. But taking those three things aside, looking at the three sports, we, the three professional sports, we really do touch upon on a day to day basis here. Um, I think the world. I think I think the NBA Finals have been bad. I think they, other than the Warriors-Cavs, when they went to Game 7 where LeBron wins the Cleveland championship, the, the first— What about the year before that? They smoke them. They, they beat them twice but back. Th- but sometimes those are impressive. Like, that was an impressive win because it was like, look at this team that LeBron has. It doesn't matter. 
but the Steve Kerr team but, is that much better. But Kyrie was out. K Love was out. These guys were out. And then then after that, KD goes there. They beat him. KD beats him well, again. What about the Raptors this past year? It was great to watch the Raptors get a championship. Subjectively, not as a Celtics fan, it's great to watch Kawhi come in and do that. But then it's like, all right, KD is not playing. And you don't get the full effect of like the whole thing. I think the playoffs themselves, like Dame shot and win in Oklahoma City, that's great. You know, some of the play Kawhi versus the Sixers, those were okay, good so series. Okay, so it just sounds like it's like contingent upon there being injured players, really, that's making things. I just think as of lately, I just don't think as of late, like the the Super Bowl to me and the honestly. I mean, you talk yeah, about the last ten years. You talk about the Spurs beating the Heat, amazing. You talk about the Mavs beating the Heat, amazing. That was a good yeah, the, yes. The, Those the are the Spurs, last ten years. Those the, are the last ten years. The, when the Spurs beat the Heat, that that NBA Finals was trash. When the Heat beat the Spurs, that was a good Finals. The Heat beating the Thunder was a walloping. I just think that and yes, Devil's Advocate, the Red Sox really gave it to the Dodgers last year, but three of the last four World Series have gone to Game Seven. Yeah, I mean, I think the the Chicago one was the craziest. Unbelievable. Yeah. But the Dodgers-Astros one was great, too. And it this was. one's amazing. This one's great, yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. But yeah, we'll I go. mean, the game, it's... I, yes, going into the last inning, I'm like, it's the top of the order. Did I think they were going to come back? No, obviously no. not. I mean, Once you break it open 6-2, it's... Yeah, at that point, it was over. over. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I'm agreed with you. But when it was 2-1, and Howie Kendrick hit that home run late in the game... Yeah, in the sixth inning. Yeah, it was exciting, man. Um, NCAA ruling. You can make money off your name. Now, just to get right, just to jump in, they can make money off their likeness. Is the super awkward wording on that. Uh, We've touched upon it on the show. We've been for it on the show. Like, I can make money off my name right now. I could have done that while I was in college just because I I wasn't playing an NCAA sport. I don't mind that. You want to sell autographs? Cool with me. You want to get paid by EA Sports because they're they're using your name. Cool with me. It's just uh, interesting that like the phraseology that they use is so ambiguous and like intentionally. Yeah, of for course. sure. Just so they could really cover their asses. I'm just anti salaries. I don't. I. I well, I, it's too hard to value. Yeah, for sure. That's what I'm saying. Individual yeah. athletes in, in different sports. And, it wouldn't be fun. Yeah. But I think obviously it'd be a you know the rich get rich the poor get poor scenario as well with talking about our alma mater, the, I mean the Texas Endowment Fund the Texas we would Athletic buy, Fund is so everybody. yeah I mean it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't be fair it wouldn't be fun, um, but I'm down for players to make money off their name privately down to play NCAA football again yeah that'd be great um, maybe Mark maybe college basketball oh those games always sucked just because of the turnaround. I don't even, I don't know what it was. It's just the gameplay was shitty. Yeah, but I, I never, it, I don't think 2K ever had a fair shot at it. If that makes sense. 2K never had a. The people that make 2K? The people that make 2K, like 2K, like 2K has really taken off in the last seven to eight years and just completely took over and wiped out NBA Live. No, longer than that. It's probably, ten. Been, like, it's probably been like 10, 10-ish. 2K8, 2K9. But that's that? like, that was when like we were done with college NCAA football in like 11. That's when it was over. We were done with college football. No. Get video games in 11. 2013. Was who? It was 2014, actually, was the last NCAA football game. What? Really? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah? Yes. NCAA football video game. Looking that up right now. Um, But yeah, I, I 2014, mean... 2014, Denard Robinson on the front. Okay, I like that one. Who was the 13 one? It was the last one. Yeah. 
Oh, no, you're right. You're right. You're right for sure. Uh, 2013 was Robert Griffin III. And Barry Sanders randomly. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, and then it was Mark Ingram on 12. Cool. can't believe Denard Robinson was on the front of the NCAA football. My favorite one was the crap. The crap she one was good. Yeah, that was like seven, I think. Ten. That was nice. It was ten? Yeah. Yeah. And then McFadden was nine. Who was now? I'm curious. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna go through. Oh, who was the Boise State guy again? Oh, I can't remember that guy's name. Zabransky. Jared Zabransky. Why is that guy on the front? Who the hell knows? And then 07 was Reggie. That was sweet. I mean, those games are easy. You could just model them after Madden, kind of. But the M2, if 2K had a fair shot at college basketball, I think they'd crush it. Yeah. The whole recruiting if thing they, would be sweet. If they have the bandwidth to do it, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would love it. I would love for them to do, to do that. But I'm cool with it. I'm cool with, with where, like, I, but I think now, like, once the dust settles, I think we should just end it there. The salary thing would be ridiculous. We'd be asking too much. Yeah. Is there anything else we need to say upon? I think we've. T- I don't I know, like and I think a lot of people so have talked times. about it. You know, there's been a lot of analysts that have been very animated about it. Emmanuel Acho, our our fellow Longhorn, has been yeah. one guy who's really been advocating for it. And you know, as as a former player, you like to hear them talking about that, right? You like to hear them talking, voicing their opinion about it, and really, really, you know, being a voice of collegiate athletes who don't really have a voice right now for themselves because how could they yeah i mean if a thought if a, if a eight, 10 year old kid can make money off their name on instagram like you can make money off playing your name. fortnite or on youtube or whatever yeah it is. like, like yeah. you could make money playing basketball yeah. separate from the university sure but uh, no salaries that's uh, that's where i'll draw my line um cool and then we'll go to the trade deadline yeah the trade deadline in the nfl was October twenty ninth, crazy, crazy. Like I don't know if you. I mean, we've spoken. I think we've we've spoken about it before. Maybe last year, it, this used to like not be a thing. The NFL trade deadline, like this tr- trades, trades really in, in general, general, right? Like yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like the NBA is like chock full, but the MLB. But even that kind of the landscape changed, right? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Now it's more. really just the voice of the players is so much more prominent. Talking about the voice of the players in college not really being there. It wasn't really there in the NFL, or if it was, manage you know GMs didn't do anything about it. Oh, it's crazy that no one in baseball is really like that yet. No, it, yeah, it is. It's crazy. Because and now these no guys cap. are now these guys are forcing the issue. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at you look at guys who want to. You could look at Minka Fitzpatrick earlier in the season, who is like, I want out of, I want out of Miami. Yeah, these young guys are doing it. It's it's. You look um, at Jalen Ramsey being super complacent with being with the Jacks. Then he gets swung over to the Rams. You know, like, these are not moves that would have really... Ha- I mean, then you look at the holdouts as well, right? No, yeah. I mean, the holdouts were a thing in the early 2000s. The holdouts, to me, are the dumbest thing. And, like, look, it, it's true. Melvin Gordon's not been good, really. He's just not... He's, like, not in it. He's, like, so behind. Yeah, he's not in football shape, really. It, it, it happens every even time. If, even if he's working out. And, I mean. It happens every time. I'm I'm interested to see the new offensive coordinator. I think, you know, obviously it was a scapegoat fire to get rid of the offensive coordinator. But, but it was, it, neat, but it, was ne- it was needed, though. 
He stinks. Anyone can do better than what they were doing before. No, no block scheme, nothing. No, like and that. and maybe Melvin Gordon can turn it around. I, I mean, I think he's that talented of a guy. I think I think he could. Sure, but like Chris Johnson, I could, hope so. CJ, for, my, for my fantasy, yeah, right. <laughs> for my fantasy standpoint, CJ two K couldn't do it. You couldn't get it done with Darrell Revis when he had the holdout. The holdout thing is, I said it time and time again, is the dumbest thing in the NFL. These guys never get what they want yeah, ever, except, except Zeke. He's the only one that's gotten what he's wanted. The only one. Melvin Gordon didn't get it. Le'Veon didn't get it. And ended up in a shitty situation. And now Le'Veon, yeah. Revis didn't get it and got hurt. Chris Johnson came back and was never the same. Right. Never the same. It does not work. I mean, Le'Veon, he didn't get traded on Tuesday, but people were talking about it. That was was the, the rumor mill. You know, the Jets... Seemingly, we're about to blow it up and ship off Jamal Adams and Le'Veon Bell. They didn't, but now Jamal Adams is in a not good situation. Suck it up. The, he came out this <laughs> dude like he was like dude like he was he came out and was like, you don't see the Patriots taking calls in Tom Brady, best quarterback ever. You don't see Aaron the Rams taking calls in Aaron Donald, best player in football. That's not a quarterback. I I, I mean, who are you? To those guys, nobody to those. Yeah. You're nobody to those guys. Like you are a top tier safety, but you're not Aaron Donald. You're not Tom Brady. You're not in the same breath as them. He's I'm sorry. Great. He's, great. he's a great player. He's I mean, a really good player. I think he's. I think he's Jamal Adams is fantastic. But now he's I'm a, looking at it like why Adam Gase and just should have shipped him for everything they could have gotten him for, which I think would have been a lot. Because is he a top? Is he a top ten player in football? No. no, but he's a top five safety though, for sure. Sure, he's top five safety. Probably top five defensive back. Probably top three. Yeah, yeah. Safety, top five, top ten defensive back. I mean, I don't, back. Even, I don't really know which safeties are, are better than him. Byard, maybe. Yeah, Byard's good. I mean, Harrison Smith's always there. Yeah. Um, Cordy's been great. Love that Harrison Smith, white boy, that white boy safety power, baby. <laughs> yeah, right. He's been great. I'm sure some fucker in the Niners has been sick. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, dude, but like, listen, he comes. They don't. They could do whatever the hell they want. I'm sorry. It's a. It's a business. It's yeah. a business. They could do whatever the hell they want. You are not there yet. My guy, I think you're great. I'd love to watch you play, but you're not there yet, my dude. And at that point, it's like, don't now, don't now. It's make awkward. You go in. You, he said it's he had a really a, awkward situation. He said he had a meeting with them, and then he expressed he expressed they wanted to stay. Okay, you expressed you wanted to stay, but at the end of the day, it's business, and they're going to do what's best for the team and the future of the franchise. Right. And it was to see what was open, to see what was available, and then not trade you. All right. So just go play some football. I'm, I'm that, but that mate, that just annoys the shit out of okay, me. Okay, so let's look at some of the other trades. The Rams dish huge salary of a keep to leave to the Dolphins for a fifth round pick, which I, cra- kind of crazy trade. I, I, I thought I read that wrong. I thought that they gave. I thought that the Rams they gave a fifth and a keep to leave for nothing for just cash. The, well, that's what the that's what the uh, Texans did. To get rid of Osweiler. They gave Osweiler in a second to the Browns for just my balls. Yeah. My ball sack. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, I good for the Rams. Rams continuing to make good moves. Oh, uh, yeah. He, Sneed's a great GM. Sneed's a time and time again a class GM. The Dolphins... Um, had been doing good things. What are you, dude? It is so dumb to me. It is so dumb that they're competing. I'm sorry. Like, dude, at this point, just get the first. If the Dolphins have the first overall pick, the chips they hold are amazing. They could keep that pick and take a quarterback, right? They could leverage that pick to either the second team 
let's say there's a clear quarterback. Well, let's say the let's say the Bengals have the second pick, the Dolphins have the first pick. The way it's shaping out. Let's say the Bengals really want Joe Burrow. But they don't know. Or they really want two, or they really the want Benjis? they really want Herbert. Let's say they fall in love but with the Benjis have Ryan Finley though. No, thanks. Let's see if they have he they- might start. No, he is starting. Yeah. Dalton's done. He's out. They're zero and seven. They're taking one of these kids. They, <laughs> they're not. They're not going to. They're taking one of these guy. kids. But but to your point, they're doing it right by putting in Ryan Finley. Oh, tank, bro. Why are the Dolphins not playing Rose in every game? I mean, at least testing him out. Fitzpatrick's gonna. He's gonna beat someone. He, he. They went up fourteen nothing against the Steelers. The issue the Dolphins have the Dolphin and the day they've done it so well too. They've done such a good job amassing draft picks. Right, it's been unbelievable how many draft picks they've amassed for this year and next year. At this point, if the Dolphins are sitting there with the first overall pick, they'll have the Steelers pick and the Texans pick, both both probably within the top twenty. The way it's shaking out now, what they can do is they can either use those picks to move up, and if they could take a quarterback, let's say they take Tua, Herbert, or Burrow, they can move back up into the top ten, get a wide receiver, get a safety, or they can use those picks, or they can take that first overall pick and move back. And have the, the the Texans pick, the Steelers pick, and whatever else they get. Let's say there's another team that wants to jump up and take one of those quarterbacks. Let's say the Titans go, okay, our defense is good. Tannehill's not the guy. Mariota's not the guy. Our defense is good. Everything else is good. If we move up to the first overall pick, get Justin Herbert, Tua Tagovailoa, or Joe Burrow, whichever guy they like, that's our franchise QB. They pull uh, an Eagles. They pull a Rams. Not unheard of. It's been done before multiple times. They can do that. And right? essentially, then the Dolphins are just raidersing it and stockpiling picks later in the first round, potentially second round, potentially more picks for next year as well. Okay, the the, the value for the first overall pick, two first and a second. Maybe more, something in that range. Maybe three first, or first this year, next year, and the year after that. Maybe. 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 Something crazy like that. The Titans could be picking. I don't think they're going to win the division, so that's another pick. In the t- they have three picks in the top 20. They can move up to get a quarterback, or they could just chill there and hope one of them falls, and or they could just take three guys and then tank for Trevor Lawrence next year. Whatever. They're not winning in the next three years, especially with Brady there, especially with, with, with the way the Bills look. All right? For them to go get a keep to leave and give up a fifth rounder, it is the dumbest move of the week. Now, do you think that what they could be doing here is they wait for Tlaib, for Tlaib to get healthy, and then they ship him off next year to a team that's competing and just and trade him for a pick down the line? I don't know. Why, I don't know what the – no. What the, what the purpose of that is, what the point of that is? They're still stupid to me. To me. They're dumb. They're dumb. It's, they, 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 they're, there are not many teams gunning for – I'm looking across the board. Jags are chilling. The, everyone, so every the Bills, the Jets, and the Patriots are chilling. Ravens are chilling. Browns, Steelers are chilling with Big Ben coming back. I think. Plus, they don't have a first round pick. Texans, Colts, Jags chilling. Titans are not. Broncos, I don't think they are. But we'll see what happens with Lock. Chiefs, obviously. Sure. Chargers could be in play for quarterback. I don't think the Rams are anymore. Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, Redskins, not Bears. Right, and then the Bears are not, and then no, no one in the North, no one in the South, unless the Buccaneers abandon Winston, which I don't think they will. Also, you got to consider that I don't know about you got to consider that there's a starting quarterback that's that could get paid by someone that's sitting behind another starting quarterback, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater. Yeah, right. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So it's ju- the the Dolphins need to control as much as they want to control, unless they think they're going to get Teddy Bridgewater, which he he spurned them once. 
I don't know what they can maybe like can chase Young and like one of the receivers and like an offensive lineman sway him to come there. I don't know if I'm Teddy Bridgewater, I would. I don't know if they're gonna pay you. They're gonna give you a fat contract. We'll see. We'll see. But the other moves that went down in the deadline, I still don't think the Jets. I Leonard Williams is in a contract year, so a third and a fifth. If you don't want to pay him, I understand he is a one-time Pro Bowler, not a multi-time Pro Bowler. You have Quinn and Williams there. You'll have like a top five pick again. That, that being said, I think he's still worth more than that. Yeah, or pay him. I, he's great. I, he's I, great. I, I, he's a really good player. He's really he's lo- really good. I lo- I love it for the Giants. I really like him there. Well, I think he pairs well with Dexter Lawrence. Yeah. Who's been amazing. I just I love way. that the I love what the Giants are putting forward and yeah, continuing man. to build. I like him. I like no the Giants have a, the Giants the Giants are doing it right. Yeah. And I don't fault the Jets. I just think the Jets made a really dumb move and allocated a lot of dumb money to a player who did not fit the mold of what they needed right now. I think their offensive line is brutal. I think their receiving core sucks. They can't get anything going with Le'Veon Bell and Sam Darnold's at fault for it because he has nothing going on around him. And it's looking like it's looking. I, I, I'm trying to pinpoint a time, a time and place in my head where I watched a quarterback with nothing, like a young quarterback with nothing around him, and the whole thing. Maybe Carr's brother to really kick it back when he was like, David. Yeah, when they're the Texans are first starting out, and this is the guy they're starting out with. They have this nothing. Is, All they have is Mario Williams on the other side of the ball. But like four years later, after they draft him, like Carr is like their first pick in their franchise history. Yeah, that's right. So this is like kind of what the Jets are doing. It's a shame. I mean, they, they, I don't. You don't. You don't. I mean, I like Robbie Anderson. Unless he's like, unless he's Pat Mahomes. Uh, well, like unless he is Pat Mahomes, and even then, I don't know. I'm not. A, you start a franchise on the line. You build your offensive line. You build your defensive line, and then when that's good to go, then give me the quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. I did just there. They just aren't doing it right, and it's a shame because Sam's a really talented quarterback and a great leader. Um, but he's seeing so many ghosts out there right now. Yeah. Bullshit that ESPN did that. I don't think we touched upon that, but that was bullshit. It's, now no one's going to want to do mic'd up anymore. That was dumb. I mean, I don't think that's necessarily the case. I think guys will do it. I we'll think do it. I think it was dumb. I think I, It was dumb. He it knows. Dumb. He knew he was mic'd up, though. Yeah, he should have been aware, but he, you know what? It was stupid. I mean, we spoke about this with Rogo. Um, but who else was traded? Kenyon Drake, whatever, for a sixth to the Cardinals. Essentially just getting moved because the Cardinals are having – Injury woes with all their running backs right now. David Johnson. David Johnson has been in and out of the the lineup. Always classic. Then, then Chase Edmonds gets hurt. They yeah. signed Zach Zenner. Like, do you want to be playing that? No, you'd rather be playing Kenyon Drake, right? Yeah. So not a bad and, move for the Cardinals. And honestly. the Dolphins have Mark Walton, so it's like, why not move Kenyon Drake, right? Yeah. yeah. Mark Walton's playing pretty well. He beat Kalen Balage out for the spot, so good for him. I would like to see the Dolphins maybe get like just have a full Buckeyes draft. Okuda, Dobbins, and Chase Young. <laughs> it's, it's plausible. Yeah, maybe. Uh, um, and then, obviously, Manny Sanders goes to the Niners, great. scores a touchdown in his first game. Great. Helpful for them. Huge. Um, we get most new to they're, the Pats. May I say I was wrong? They are legit. They'll continue, though. Yeah, they, they are legit. Um, I still don't think they're the best team in the NFC, but they are a top three team in the you NFC. You think that the Packers are? I do. Because Aaron Rodgers is, is a man on a mission. The best. 
Okay. Right I, now. I think that slinging it. I think what we said before about they they have the best defense in the NFL though. I think I'm I, I think that's the case still. Even as no. e, even as good as even as many points as the Pats have scored. I think that you can't say that until the Pat until someone until the Pat let's, go this look is at, it. This is it. Let's let's see what Lamar Jackson does against the Patriots. Okay. The Patriots haven't the Patriots dismantled the Rams. They did pretty good in Arrowhead last year in the playoffs, and they've literally they've almost had as many turnovers as they've given up points. Listen, the Niners' defensive line, the unit, is the best. Nick Bosa. They've also played better competition. For sure. I listen. I'm with you. I'm with you. The Patriots have had had a cupcake schedule, so this weekend's going to be the quote unquote test. Even though I still think this is a Lamar Jackson's walking into brush fire here, right? But he's Lamar Jackson. We'll see. The fire starts to burn. It starts to spread. It's Lamar. I just. I think that. I don't think. I don't think you can't say the Niners have the best defense because the Patriots have been playing the best defense. And I don't think, unf- unfairly to your point, I don't think the Patriots at the Eagles is the toughest te- at the Texans versus the Chiefs. They have a cakewalk of a schedule. They'll, they'll play the Chiefs, the Cowboys, is, and the Texans, and the Eagles. Okay, so that's. I mean, the Eagles. I don't really understand. They're. More often on than the Cowboys are, but the only the, the only, Chiefs I, Mahomes will be back, so that will be the only, that will be a legit game. Yeah, but that's in Foxborough, and then the and one, so is the Cowboys game exactly. And then the, the Eagles ones in Philly, and I don't I don't foresee them having a hard time. I don't the, the defense. Regardless, the Niners are the best defense in the NFC, maybe the NFL, and they're awesome. They're great. Yeah, and their offense is only going to get better. It's a great shape for Manuel Sanders. So the Sanu trade is fine for the Patriots. I'm. I'm bummed. I mean, Gordon goes. Gordon goes down. So it's kind he, of we're a cutting tomato, him. tomato. He's 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 getting cut. Right, but he got injured first. That's why he's getting cut. Yeah, and then we we have Nikhil Harry coming back. Um, okay, hasn't touched the field yet. No, yeah. So the Sanu trade is good. It's I would have I'm, loved. I'm kind I of. It's, I, to me, it's like yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's good. It's fine. Sure, like, yeah. I don't. Mohamed Sanu is fine. Like I would have loved to have gotten OJ Howard, but for a first round pick, like Bruce Arians could blow me twice, and then yeah. maybe I'll think about it. Yeah, I mean, I if I'm Bruce Arians, though, I'm not giving up OJ Howard for he's a really talented guy. But they're not using him. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's on the field for like eighty percent snaps. <laughs> it's like not utilized. It's like I don't give like you can't he's a utilize. He's yeah. a blocker too. He would be great. So is Cameron Braid though. So. I would really give it up for a third round pick, but for a first round pick, no, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. I'll it's find reasonable. something. Else. I'll find something else. Anybody else that was moved? Um, if Cowboys make a move for Michael Bennett with the Pats, we'll see. I mean, he wasn't playing on the, the Pats, so maybe he can do something on the Cowboys. If he touches the field, he's good. So yeah. that could be good for the Cowboys. Uh, other than that, not much else really going on. Cool. So that was kind of the a lot of hubbub that didn't end up being anything, you know, especially with the Jets. Um, but yeah, that's the that's the trade deadline. Okay. Um, Fab Five toss. Let's go. I'll categor, categorize it uh, for you right here. Give me one team in the Eastern Conference you've been happy with. In the Eastern Conference, one team that I have been really, really thrilled with. And impressed with in the Eastern Conference. I mean, I think, obviously, the 76ers are... You what, don't have to think outside the box. You could be, yeah. No, I'm just saying, they yeah. are what we thought they were, kind of. No, because that, that's my team. I'm like, the 76ers, I think... Well, it's your team, but it's, it was also the team that I picked to win the Eastern Conference as well. No, 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 yeah, yeah. I'm saying my team for the question that I proposed here. Uh, yeah, I mean, to me, I think that the, the Miami Heat have been tremendously impressive. Yeah. 
They've been good. Tyler Harrow is I slowly making a dark horse. I mean, it's four games in the season, but he he's making the splash that we thought that we anticipated he would at the beginning of the season. He's really showing out. He's really I think going to be a premier scorer in the NBA. Player comp. Clay. Yeah, not no. I think he no, no. He's big, quick, good off the shot, good off the pass. He's I, he like he might be better off the dribble at this point in his career than Clay was before. But he's not he's not the same spot up type shooter as Clay is. I'm just saying young. Yeah, I don't know. They just play different to me. Okay. They just they they're not the same. I'm not there looking. I'm not here looking for player comps. Yeah, I think he's more Tyler Harrow. Straight up, just feels more like a combo guard, like a point guard, shooting guard. He's gonna have the ball in his hands a lot, um, especially in like a pick and pop type of situation where he can come off the screen and shoot. And Clay is just like a. So. What? I guess they're what is Harrow? What's Harrow? Six seven, six eight. He's pretty big. Six six. He's a big boy. Yeah. Remind you, maybe remind you of a guy who wore number thirty-one in Indiana for a hot second. Reg. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm, well, I don't know. I don't know. That's a fucking. That's a comparison. That's crazy. That's a bit crazy. Young. It's a bit crazy. Yeah. Well, I'm out here doing that lately. Yeah, that's ridiculous. No, he will not be the next Reggie Miller. <laughs> no. Four games into the season, you really don't think so? I don't think so. I think it's a safe bet to say that Tyler Hare will not be the next Reggie Miller. I okay. think that's a scorcher of a take. Scorcher 5 starring Tug, Tug Speedman. Um, I, but, I, but they've been great. Just as Winslow, who yeah. I feel like you have now come to appreciate, who I've kind of been harping on as like a guy that really... Well, it's just been a potential thing with it. I don't know. I, I, but well, last year, he proved that he could be a playmaker. They, they thrust him into that role. And now it's, and it, and it's really come to, it's really come to fruition. Right, and Bam is, you know, everyone is anticipating... I was with that. Bam taking a step forward, and I think he has. And then Jimmy Butler is Jimmy Butler. Yeah, uh, and I, top, I top twenty player in the league. So outside of the Seventy Sixers, who I cannot stress, my are great. Are their great. their length is unbelievable, and yeah. I won't talk about my Celtics. Yeah, I don't think it matters. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. I know that Simmons is a slasher. Embiid is a low post scorer, but I think that they still make it work. A team that's impressed me is maybe the maybe the Hornets because they don't suck horribly. I think that'll. I mean, it'll shape up how it's. You supposed think them to. and the Cavs will that'll shape up how it's supposed to? Okay, sure. I do. They've won both won two games. The maybe young the young them. bull is playing really well. Con Sexton and Kevin Love have been awesome. Yeah, I um, maybe maybe the Bulls and the Nets are my disappointing teams in the Eastern Conference to go to the next point. The Bulls and the Nets tied. I'm not too sold on the the Bulls being a huge. I mean, I know they're one in three. Four. Are they? Yeah. Well, whatever. Well, I think I think I think they're once they they're just look. So I just think that the Nets, the Nets. I think the Bulls can get scorching hot they're, very they're, quickly. They're very, they, they are the J.R. Smith of teams right now. Yes, they're either really tight or they just suck my balls and they can't defend. By the way, but right. which is a problem. Which is a huge problem because as good of a player as Kobe White is, he's not a fantastic defender. No, not yet. And same with Levine. And Levine isn't either. And, and neither Mark, is Markinen. He's a good shot blocker. Wendell, Car- Wendell Carter is their best defensive player. Wendell Carter and Otto Porter Jr. are their two best defensive players. And Otto Porter Jr. has been as streaky as a shit in your, as right. a shark in your pants. And I mean, it's forcing Thaddeus Young to play a lot of minutes because he actually can defend. But like, do you want Thaddeus Young playing thirty plus minutes? Not really. No, their bench is weak. Um, but the Nets. I think the Nets have a problem. I think 
the Nets have a legitimate problem. Where where's their problem? I just think I, I don't I just there's Is something missing. <laughs> Is it Kyrie? No, Kyrie does his thing, but there's like no. Because he's been scoring, he's been scoring very, very well. There's just like every time, like they're they're just they they don't they come out flat a lot. They lost. I mean, they lost close. They lost a close one to the Grizzlies. They lost a close one to, to the, the Grizzlies. They lost a close one to the Grizzlies. Yeah, and they lost a close one to the Timberwolves. They barely beat the Knicks. They lost by ten tonight to the Pacers. I mean, Kyrie is. Been really Kyrie's been really great, but who else has been good? I mean, yeah, I mean they've won their games when Karis LeVert had twenty five points. You know when Dinwiddie had twenty plus. Dinwiddie's been pretty streaky to start the season. Jared Allen doesn't score that well. DeAndre Jordan doesn't score that well. They, you know their bigs don't really score that well. No. So they they're not getting much help. Joe Harris has been pretty underwhelming. So their bigs can't stretch the floor at all. They match up. They don't match up well against some of the Eastern Conference teams. No, their bigs are pretty much just human pogo sticks down there. I wouldn't be shocked if they missed the playoffs. From what I've seen. Yeah. But so far, you know what? Super early. Kyrie. It's super early. Super early. And Kyrie, the team has to acclimate. So we'll see. Yeah. Um. Who in the go to the Western Conference? A team. I mean the the. They lost tonight, but the Timberwolves have been fantastic. Yeah, Andrew been really uh, good. Andrew Wiggins. It's only been four four games, but sir, you're you're playing pretty well. <laughs> I do have to say. Yeah. Um, I it would be fantastic if he keeps it up the entire year. I would I've, love to. Eat, I would love to lo- eat my words. I've always loved Andrew Wiggins, except I think he stinks. Yeah, he's he's shooting very well this year, though. Koji's good, man. He's good. Yeah, he's he, fine. He's good. He's a good, but I'm a good for what he is. Yeah, I mean, Cat's amazing, unbelievable. Cat's like, but he, but Cat is supposed to be a top fifteen player in the league, and this is what a top. If you have he could a, be, t- he could be, sure, maybe it, top it, ten. He could be at the end of this year. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. But if you're, if you have a top ten player, top fifteen player in the league, your team should be competitive, competitive night in and night out. Now the other guys have to step up and play their roles. Okay, um, so what are the other teams in the? Well, I mean, you got to talk about the Phoenix Suns, who have been fantastic so far. Booker is a man on a mission. Um, well, I, Rubio is just a Rubio is a good pace. Rubio controls such a good pace of the game. And it helps Booker control his pace of the game. But Booker has, to me, very clearly adapted his game to become a proficient playmaker as well. As a obviously he was an elite scorer, one yeah, of the, one no, of the best in the NBA. The Knicks dark horse pick for the MVP is looking like a really cool dark horse pick. Yeah, and with, even with Aiton going down with this <laughs> drug scandal, it's just like, dude, come on, man, get it together. Diuretic? Are you kidding me? Uh, it doesn't really matter. I mean, they, they go and uh, they whop the, the Warriors, who I think one of my Fab Five points has to be that the Warriors I, are not going to make the playoffs. Steph broke his hand today. Yeah, they're... Which they, is really important. No, one, the age, they were looking really... They were looking bad. They the were looking terrible sucks. on defense. Awful. D'Angelo can score as much as he wants, so can Steph, but they have no one else to play. I mean, they're they're starting small forward is is uh what's his name Anthony McKissick I can't, I don't even know his name McKinney Anthony McKinney he's terrible their defense is their, their defense is bad their depth is even worse the Kings lose MB three and now they're super thin at the front court and they've been a problem um the Pelicans without Zion are not as good as we thought they would be so they have an asterisk for me okay so let's talk about the other teams that I I love your Mavs the Mavs dude. are great I love your Mavs man I really do I'm glad for you I'm happy for you I mean the bench what I thought would be a problem they scored what nine guys at double figures yeah you told me before the show or maybe during the show I don't know when you said it was this, before yeah that no one will do this in the 82 games and I'm looking at the Houston Rockets box score right now and that team dropped 159 points 
And if teams are out here dropping 150, someone's going to do it again. But it is still impressive. It's I just still- I just don't think in the modern NBA it's it's less that like. It's it's more just in the modern NBA. There are so many scorers that like love to have the ball, and like James Harden, love to shoot forty shots in a game. <laughs> that it won't happen because I mean, he didn't. He he shot thirty two tonight. That's crazy, man. He made eighteen. That's amazing. That's <laughs> a really good shooting percentage. But it, he's shooting like twenty five plus shots a game. I'm just saying that like inevitably, the way that the modern NBA works now, there aren't very many teams that would allow for nine different guys to score 10-plus points. I guess so many guys are going to the fucking line. 18 for Harden. Anthony Beal. Davis went 26 for 27 two Dude, nights ago. Harden went 20 times. How many times has Harden gone to the line this year? It's been ridiculous, I think, from what I've seen. Does, he's gone, it, He's like He spends his whole game on the line. Is that something that we don't talk about with Anthony Davis enough? How was that? Sorry, my computer just... Is that something we don't talk, talk about enough with Anthony Davis? That he, as good of a player as he is, as good of a scorer, as good of a shot blocker, as good of a rebounder, he is so proficient from the line Great. as a big Great. that it's... I mean, it's been a while since we've seen someone that good from the line. If, he's, e- if ever, really. He's... Yeah, he's he's a top 10 player in the... You know what? It's crazy. We rank these guys. He he made 20... He shot... the He shot... 27 free throws. He made 26. We it's That's crazy. It's unbel- it's and I guess it's just the way Listen, Dirk is a is. Dirk's one of the best bigs from the free throw line ever. Yeah. He he probably never shot more than 15 in a game. The, the, I mean Harden had 22 the other night. I mean yeah, it's ridiculous. No, but, well, but I'm saying it's Harden's ridiculous. a guard and he's the he's the best foul drawer in the I've ever seen, I think. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's a yeah, that's a great point. I mean, but the also it is I think ridiculous that these guys are going to the line that much. One, Anthony Davis. Two, it's it's crazy, dude. In baseball, like in NFL, like we get like like Rodgers could throw five TDs, and everyone was like, okay, like whoa. But Monday morning doesn't matter, bro. Like it's Aaron Rodgers. You expect it from like the top five, top ten, when top five, top ten players like Chase Young had like four. Like a top five player in college football had like four sacks against Wisconsin for a college player, which is, like, there are guys that go, like, top 15 in the NFL draft that don't have have four sacks in a season and are drafted as, like, a defensive lineman. The guy that had it in four games, and everyone's like, cool, like, done. Like, in football, like, if a top 10 player does something, you know, amazing, it's expected. Same thing with baseball. Mike Trout does unworldly things throughout the season, and everyone just, like, tips their hat and, like, goes on to eating tea and crumpets. Dude, if if a top 10 player, and uh, me too, all of us included. If a top ten player in the NBA does something amazing one night, it is like un, it's it's unfathomable to us. We we completely forget. Like, oh my god, this guy is a top five at this sport. Like Anthony Davis is top five. He, he had forty points, twenty rebounds in three quarters, which is don't get me wrong, sick. But like, and he went to the line twenty seven times. But this guy is a top five. Six player in the world at this sport. Yeah, but I mean, we're also okay. Fast forward back to the early two thousands when Shaquille O'Neal was a top five player in the world, and if he went to the line twenty seven times, he would make about seven of them. So I'm just saying, like, it's for him to be a big and to shoot that well from the free throw line is like, no, it's. I'm talking. I'm talking in the scope of like his Hall of Fame career, which he will be a Hall of Famer. Uh You how can he not be? At, well, eventually, if, yeah, yeah, for sure. Not right now. 
I mean, the NBA Hall of Fame, the Basketball Hall of Fame is a joke. But uh, what? Even if he didn't continue, if he continues his styling for the next five years, he sh- there's no way he should be walking in. Yeah. I mean, he's amazing. You just start so young in basketball. Yeah. It's crazy. Like in baseball, not to keep cross sporting this whole fucking episode, but in baseball, like, you know, to get in the MLB Hall of Fame, you either have to win a shit ton like Madison Bumgarner did, have a multitude of awards, like like Corey Kluber's got two Cy Young, like Lincecum, San, Johan Santana, like Kluber, they have two Cy Youngs of pop. They they may not get in the Hall of Fame. You win two MVPs in the NBA, bro, you're going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about Andre Iguodala maybe making the Hall of Fame, you know? Talking about Edelman making the Hall of Fame. I don't think dude's had like, has he had 100 catches in a season maybe once for what he's supposed to be? Having a great season this year. Yeah, he's a, he's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the. Uh, the that, Mavs, yeah. The Mavs and, have been great. The Mavs have been great. Uh, teams that have disappointed. Obviously, we mentioned the Warriors. Um, that's fair. The and Lakers then, and the Clippers have both been good. It's been good basketball so far. And then I, I think the fifth point, kind of the fifth point. Is it, is the. Yeah, go ahead. With the, with the rookies, yeah. The rookies have been fantastic. We talked about Tyler Harrow. R.J. Barrett has been great. Um, I love him. Jackson Hayes has had some nice couple of games. John Morant's been fantastic. Can I get an R.J. Barrett jersey? I hate the Knicks. I don't hate the Knicks because he's always been so bad. Go get an R.J. Barrett jersey. I love R.J. Barrett. Rui Hachimura has been good. Um, there's been a lot of good guys that, have, that are rookies that have been. Uh, P.J. Washington had an f- awesome first game. Hit like, what, he ripped like, how many threes? Like 10? Seven, it was like seven. But. but he went 10 of 13. He's good. No, he's good. And no one's going to talk about him because he plays for the damn Hornets and everyone, just no one cares about the Hornets. But he's good. He's legit, man. He's efficient. He's good. He's really good. He's better than Bridges. He's the best player on that team. He's the best player on that team already? Yeah, dude, for sure. It's definitely not Terry Rozier. I think Terry Rozier is like not even the third best player No, he had a team. good game tonight. Terry? Yeah, he was fine. He's fine. He's not the third best player on the team. He might be. Who's Zeller? I don't know. I think Bridges and Washington are better than him. And I think yeah. maybe even like nope. Bacon. No, might. Bacon's streaky. He might be. Scary Terry was good tonight. Scary Terry's good. He, no, two, he, he's block. he had two blocks. No, he hasn't been bad. He's not good. Scary Terry's fine. He's not good. <laughs> he look, he, you know what, dude? Say his nickname is Scary Terry. He's a horrifying looking dude. Really? Scary he, Terry? Yeah. He's not that crazy looking. I think he's like a... He's got like a forehead tat, like a neck tat. It's just the neck tat is a lot for me. Like yeah. D-Rose's neck tat, like so I, who's, love, um, I love okay. D-Rose. But D-Rose could be an all-star, by the way. Five games in, who's winning MVP? Who's winning the championship? <laughs> um, Just for just for shits and gigs. Who's winning I'm still game? going with the Sixers. Okay. And so the, not not the Clippers. You don't think the Clippers are going to win? Did I say it? No, I never that I never thought. I thought the Clippers were gonna win the Western Conference. I just think a lot of people are like the Clippers are gonna win the championship. No, I think the seventy sixers are. And I'm pissed about it, but I think they are. Who do I think the MVP is gonna be? When they get us when they get the sixth seed in the Western Conference or fifth seed in the Western Conference at this rate? No, I don't think Luca. I think he'll be, I think he'll be close. I think he'll be close. I think Luke I think Luke will be close. I think Will Luke, he be top five in voting? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Will not? he be an all star? Yo, yeah. yeah he's oh, sick. hell yeah. He's, he's sick. Ready? Is he a top fifteen player in basketball? Probably. Yeah. Is my, okay. Stop. It was, he's 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 amazing. I know, but you. Yeah. No, I, I'm I know, not. I know he is. He is. I'm with you. And Kristaps is also amazing as well. 
so far. It's only been five games, but even in— But we knew that. It's just whether he's going to come back What do you mean we knew that? You we, were like, oh, no, no, is he going to come because, back healthy? And I said, that's yeah, a fair the Dallas question. doctors are good, and he's okay. going to be great. And he, look at him. He's fantastic. Okay, let me—since it's week no, one. Not an amazing—actually, he stepped up a lot in his rebounding, which is something we griped about for him to, that he needed to do. Stepped up a lot. That guy is such a—he and Anthony Davis— and to talk about just the Los Angeles Lakers and their shot blocking ability as a team is crazy. Yeah. JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, who's playing great, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James. Uh, is that the best shot blocking foursome ever on a team? Yeah. It might be. Yeah. Because JaVale McGee's not a great basketball player, but that boy can block shots. Let me tell so you. who's your, is Anthony Davis your MVP? Because my Anthony, my MVP is Carl Anthony Towns. Cat, if they make the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. Cat, yeah. man. Cat. But here's a okay, some top five guys in stats. Jonathan Isaac's top five in blocks. You think he'll stay that way? No. Uh, Matisse Thibel <laughs> is top five in steals. You think he'll stick it? No. Okay. Um, I love that, though. I love that. Malcolm Brogdon currently leads the NBA in assists of 10.7 assists per game. Do you think he, A, finishes the season leading the league in assists, or B, finishes in the top five? A, no. B, Yes. Okay. Or could. He could. Kevin Love's currently second in the NBA in rebounds per game. If he plays a fully healthy season, do you think he could stick it in the top three? No. Okay. Top five. Sure. Okay. I would say, I would guess no. You think Russell Westbrook averages a triple-double again this year? No. Close, though. I disagree with you. You think he will? Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, like, I'm. if it's a no, it's like a— He is straight up my favorite player in the league. If it's a no, it's like a nine and nine point seven thing. It's like a. I'm getting like a right we- I'm getting a Westbrook jersey for sure. He is the coolest dude with the new white one. Yeah, that's you what should I get it. That's so what, what I want. From my so what day. happens when they don't win the Western Conference Finals? What happens then? Eh, they're having fun. They look happy. That's not it though. They're having fun. That's <laughs> you can't say that. You can't say you're a Russell Westbrook fan. If he lose, if they lose the Western Conference Finals, I'll be pissed. Then. Then my statement that I've made before on the show, not before he was on the Rockets, that Russell Westbrook will never win an NBA Finals because he's Russell Westbrook and because it's a mentality issue is true. I don't think it has anything to do with him. I think it has to do with LeBron James is still the best player in the world, and they have Anthony Davis, who, I'm sorry, I love Russell Westbrook, but is better than Russell Westbrook and is more valuable to a team and what they have going in Los Angeles, and I don't think they're better. There's than a point in time where you said that Russell Westbrook was better than Anthony Davis. And Yeah, but now I don't think that, and, he, and, I, and I don't have that going on, and I didn't have that in my top 25 recently. I didn't have I'm, that. I'm just saying, in retrospect— there was, and there, was a, back, there was a point in time where you said Russell Westbrook was better than Anthony Davis. Because there was a point where Russell Westbrook was the MVP of the NBA and his average triple-double back-to-back-to-back seasons, and that's just simply the case. Which didn't translate to any playoff wins. In fact, it resulted in the opposite of that. Yeah. Well, and you're talking about us being fit, like just amazed by all these stats that all these guys in the NBA are putting up in the regular season. And at the end of the day, it's really cool, and I get amazed by it too, but who really gives a shit? Because it doesn't matter. Because I, the only thing that matters at the end of the day is rings on your finger. Fair enough. And I just think that has nothing to do with me loving the shit out of Russell Westbrook. I think I could be allowed to love him. Yeah, you can love if him. If he doesn't win. You can love him, but he's but if he's not a winner, does that really... What does that mean for him from a legacy standpoint? Guys don't win. Like, what the... Like, sometimes guys don't win. And you know what? Like, Charles Barkley didn't win. Carl Malone didn't win. Stockton didn't win. You know who else didn't win? Um, 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 Patrick Ewing didn't win. 
Do you think Russell Westbrook's better than all those guys? No, but I think when he's in that of that generation of guys, so the Malone, Stockton, Barkley, he's in that conversation of that generation. And I think it's harder. Yes, MJ was there, but outside of MJ, I think it's harder to win now. There's so many good teams. This year. And then I think, I think it's kind of an... I think the Thunder should have won. Last year? I think it at, at any point... That I will agree with. I think the Thunder should have beaten the Blazers. That I will agree with. The Thunder should have won. The Thunder should have made the Western Conference Finals four years in a row. They should have... Why, why were they not there? There was no LeBron in the Western Conference. There well, was the Warriors, but, but were they the team that was knocking off the Thunder every year? No. The Thunder were getting knocked off by nobodies. Yeah, no, I'm, well, I'm with you. I don't th- listen. I don't think you could win with him as your best player at this point. But I think they'll be fun to watch, and I think yeah, they'll do I some damage. They, yeah, of course. I mean, look at what James Harden did. Or I just like well, Mike D'Antoni. It's like, dude, tell your team to at least play defense. You gave up 158 points to the Wizards. <laughs> guys, not give a shit. They won. I mean, they won. It was 159 to 158. It's but unbelievable. Like, this guy does not care at all. He's just gonna do it. He's going to go that's out That's why they're not going to that's why they won't win an NBA championship. I think he's more of a problem than Russ. Well, yeah. Yeah, he always has been. Yeah, he's a good gunslinger. It's yeah. It's a mentality thing. I mean, it was the same thing when he was the coach of the Suns. Just, they were so talented. He just that out, team was awesome. He's just out here just like shooting bullets all But day. he makes NBA basketball fun to fun to watch. He's, that's for sure. He he's he he's a man a of the people, I guess. Movie comparison, he's he's Sonny Corleone. Just go, shoot first. Ask questions later. Uh, before we go, um, we got a quote-unquote neutral site game. It's in Jacksonville, Florida. You got the Gators versus UGA. It's a battle of the East right here. Okay? Now, who you got, first of all, first and foremost, most people are going with UGA. The spread's six and a half. I don't care about the spread at the moment. I want you, you to give me straight up in this game. Their only loss is at LSU. After this... After this, if the Gators beat UGA, they have versus Vanderbilt at Mizzou versus Florida State. Meaning, conceivably, they would win the SEC East. Right. Okay. Georgia has at Auburn, which I think they're going to lose. But I think they'll beat Missouri, and I think they'll beat A&M. Do they play Georgia Tech? Tech. Yeah. And Tech. Whatever about that game. Right. Um, if Florida wins and they go to the SEC championship game. Yeah. Can we see the Florida Gators in the college football playoff? They won't win the SEC championship. Can we? Can so, so no. Yeah. If they win the SEC championship, if they hypothetically beat, beat Georgia, which I think they very well could. I My one reserve on this game is that I have not watched enough of Georgia I've looked at their lines. I've looked statistically at them. I have not sat down and watched enough of them. To I watched a lot of Florida. To conf- I have I have as well, and I know how good of a team Florida is. But but because I haven't watched enough of Georgia, I can't confidently say that that Florida will win this game. I watched their game against Notre Dame and was grossly underimpressed. And I watched their game against South Carolina. Obviously, that was a disaster. I watched their game against Notre Dame and was so unimpressed by them. I but. but but and then Notre Dame sucked against the Michigan team, which I think is eh, mediocre. 
comparatively to these top 10 teams. I think Michigan's that, good. Michigan's a good football team, but comparatively to the top five, 10 teams, they're not in that conversation. Okay. I think that Florida, my one like concern with them is that they make more mistakes on the offensive side of the ball than Georgia does. I think the issue is they're not sexy. There's nothing cool. They have no like, like Georgia. I don't think, I don't think has, Georgia's cool this year. They have Swift. They no, have you're Fong, just I'm, smart. okay. That's fine. You can talk about other people, but that I don't think that's the case. I think they have a better rush game than than the Gators do. They just have better running backs. Their yeah, running no, backs are sick for sure. But Trask has been nice to me. I like him, and their defense has been great. Their defense is awesome. So who do you think is going to win now? In the, I think where it's a neutral site in Jacksonville. I think I think Georgia wins. Okay, but say Florida wins, right? Yeah. Well, you think that you're like are locked that Florida's going to win, which is I I'm think I'm not locked. Yeah, you are. I think they're. Yes, gonna... you are. I know you are. I did. You don't like. I know. I know. Uh, I'm not locked. Yes, you are. I'm not betting my life on this. Well, I didn't That's say you were going to. You're locked into. I'm I'm feeling good about the Gators. Okay, you're locked. Now. I think they'll cover. Say Florida. Wins obviously okay. It's a it's a definite lock that they will win those those following games after this game because it's a walk in the park. They're playing yeah. nobodies. Yeah, they will get thrashed in the SEC championship. Both team, game. both teams will. The best, yeah, team, the best two teams in college football. The, the I don't know. The two of the three best teams in college football are Bama and LSU. That I do know for certain. And then Ohio State. I don't know where Ohio State falls in there. Ohio State could be the best, could be the third best, could be, the, I don't know. I I think my gut is telling me it's Bama, Ohio State, LSU. I think LSU is the coolest team and the most fun team to root for, and I like them, and I like what I've seen out of them. I think they've been a great story. I think when push comes to shove, if two is healthy, Alabama is the most complete team in the SEC through and through. I disagree it, with all three of your rankings. I don't even. I threw out like nine different rankings. No, those three right there. You just gave your three. Bama, Ohio State, LSU. I think. I think, I think Ohio, Ohio State is the best team in the country. And then I think LSU is better than Alabama. Could be. I think they're all pretty pretty equal. I think it's close. I don't think it's a. I think they're tomato tomato to me. But I think those three are the best three teams in the nation. I mean, could Clemson be as good as them? I think they could be. They they I, I, they can't stand them. Yeah, but we don't know. We don't. We don't know. How it's so aggravating. I would rather Appalachian State be in the goddamn playoffs than them. But they won't be. No. So who's it going to be? Is it going to be those four teams? No. Why? No, it probably will be. <laughs> it should be. It just should be. It whoever should be. wins. Whoever. But wins. like, how are you going to put like a? What if Oregon runs the table or Utah? What if one of the two of them are like? What if Oregon or Utah win the Pac-12 with one loss? But then they're, but then they're beating out. It's, whichever know, team, whichever know. team LSU or Alabama wins, will win the SEC championship, and the other team is not going to lose another game. And then they've both beaten Auburn hypothetically, right? And Oregon, an Oregon loss to Auburn. Which one is more of a lock? Alabama making it if they lose, or LSU making it if they lose? Alabama making it if they lose because then they have to play Auburn later in the season. Oh, yeah. Alabama, Alabama can lose and be fine. LSU could be in trouble. Just the way the world works. What if Baylor What if Baylor goes undefeated? And Matt Rule, like I've been saying, is if a top Baylor five go, coach. If Baylor, goes undefeated, if Baylor goes undefeated, 
then they have beaten a two-loss OU team and a four-loss Texas team. They've handed and they but they're an undefeated Big Twelve, so we're not going to just count that. Is it crazy that I think that a one-loss SEC team who doesn't win the conference championship could jump Baylor? No, not crazy at all. Based off of what the what call it what the uh, the BCS has has voted on in the past. No, it's not crazy at all. They've they've really screwed over Baylor before. <laughs> I I don't think they. Sh- I mean, I think if Baylor wins it out, that wins out, they should absolutely make it. I also don't think that Baylor's going to win out. Do you? No. Yeah. Anything but that's happen. why college football is so exciting. That's why we love, and that's why we love sports, guys. And, and even Clemson could lose still. I hope you could only pray they're not going to. Yeah. <laughs> no way. To the fans out there, drag both feet inbound, swing on a full count, rip that puck, hit that putt, hit your PKs because they free and hit your free throws. Why toss? Because they're free. Because they're free. We out you. We love you. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.